Welcome to the Ask an Expert podcast, hosted by Joshua Carlson, co-founder of the award-winning direct marketing agency, Propello Media. Ask an Expert is a show of candid conversations with proven business and thought leaders, talking about real problems, and more importantly, about real solutions you can use to benefit your own business. We hope you enjoy the honest and organic nature of each guest's conversation. So let's jump right in. The automotive industry is going through a very difficult time right now. We have manufacturing stoppages, which has resulted in a reduction of inventory, but this is coming up against an increase in actual consumer demand, says today's Ask an Expert guest. Hi, I'm Joshua Carlson, co-founder of Propello Media, and today I sit down with Stephanie Reck. She's the National Sales Director for CF Search Marketing. They help dealerships get leads, but then they help them convert those leads into customer. Today she's going to be talking about how dealerships have had to get created from their marketing, but more importantly, how they've had to get created with their actual customer experience. Now let's hear what Stephanie has to say. Stephanie, I'd like to welcome you to our Ask an Expert podcast. Thanks for coming on. Oh, thanks so much for the invitation. I'm happy to be here. So tell us a little bit about CF and the company that you work for, the search marketing. Um, Tell us what it is that you guys do within the automotive space. Well, we do a number of things. Uh, Primarily, our job is to increase uh, traffic leads to the dealership. So that would be from digital marketing. We also have a full uh, traditional marketing arm. And once we have the leads in-house, we have another team of experts who actually work on the lead handling CRM process side of the house to ensure that you're closing those leads at the highest rate possible. So it's really soup to nuts from advertising all the way to closed sales. And how do you guys help on the close to sales side of things? Well, we'll go through the full CRM, ensure that the CRM is set up properly with all the right coding, with the right cadence for Mm follow-up. Then we have report cards that we run every day for the management team so that they can see where there might be a breakdown in process from uh, within the five-day callback to appointment show rate to unsold showroom. Uh, And what we're looking to do is get a lot of our single-digit close rate dealers, say they're in the four to 9% range on a close rate up closer to the 20% range. Okay. That's a dramatic so we're increase. doubling and tripling some of our dealers close rates. Okay. And what is your role there? So I lead our inside sales team. So I'm the director of inside sales and I hold a national sales director position. So I have a dual role. Okay. Um, and you guys are nationwide, I assume? We are nationwide. We also have some clients um, in Canada and uh, in South America. Okay. Um, So I'd like to know, we've gone through quite a a rocky patch for everyone. I'm just curious how it's been for you guys organizationally for these past, you know, few months. Well, it has slowed down a little bit on the new advertising side of the house. However, it's really given us an opportunity to work with our dealers on two fronts. One, cleaning up their sales process, increasing their close rates. That allows them the opportunity to... um, also, just kind of focus on the rejiggering of staff. So some of our dealers cut deep. They cut deep on the internet sales side of the house. Uh, they may have cut deep on the floor sales team. And so people are wearing a lot of hats or they're sitting in roles now that they haven't sat in in the past. Sure. So giving us the opportunity to kind of get back to basics, train people up is one thing that we've been able to do. The other thing is focus on the fixed off side of the house. Really make sure that with 
their uh, different schedules that they have. Some of them have kind of a rotating schedule for their staff uh, that we've been able to maintain their uh, parts in service, Google My Business pages with the changes to their hours and also enhance the optimization on the website so that that's coming up stronger organically. And in addition to that, really sprinkling in the opportunity for us to train up some of their fixed ops folks so that they focus on uh, service ops to bring more sales into the sales floor. Yeah, and I was going to ask you, could you expand upon that for those of our followers that aren't in the automotive space? um, what What exactly does that mean? So you've got somebody who's coming into the dealership for parts or for service on their vehicle. Uh, We want to make sure that the dealership is paying close attention to whether or not they're coming to a lease maturity or whether or not there's an opportunity for them based on the age of their vehicle to get them into a newer vehicle. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, So as far as, you know, this, tumultuous period that we've been through. Heard a lot of different stories, anecdotal. What are you guys seeing as far as inventory levels across the country? They've been really interesting. So uh, (laughs) we're actually seeing um, a very high demand on the search side of the house. Uh, Google is reporting record search demand. definitely higher than pre-COVID levels and pandemic levels, actually exceeding some of the normal year-end trends. That is then also uh, correlating over to record months in May and June for our dealers, which now has put them into a little bit of an inventory issue because so many of the plants had shut down either for pandemic and COVID reasons or because um, they really needed to kind of flip the switch. As we all know, some of the plants actually went to producing respirators and things like that uh, to assist with the pandemic. Sure. So that's part of it. We also have uh, vehicles that are stuck at port. They're not able to be transported to the dealerships. So even though the dealerships have ordered the vehicles, we just don't know when they're going to hit their lot and be front end ready. So, which means they can sell them. Right. So I've got some dealers who have 10 days of inventory or 17 days of inventory. Typically a dealership wants three months of new inventory on hand and anywhere from 30 to 45 days worth of used inventory on hand. So if you think about that, if they're telling me that they're going to run out of inventory in 10 days, if they don't get anything on the lot, that's a scary position for dealerships to be in. So what do dealerships do when they're faced with no certainty of when they're going to be getting in, but they've got high demand on the consumer side? Well, it's interesting because we see, of course, in these type of instances, anytime that the economy has taken a hit, we see that uh, there's kind of a cash for clunkers that might come in. Uh, we see that the in, there's an increase of value put on the used sales side of the house. Right. So they're giving their customers a higher trade-in value. They're selling those used vehicles for a higher value as well. So we've got that going on. However, a lot of our auctions haven't opened yet. So now the demand for used cars is higher, but the supply is also lower. So that, uh, that's tricky for dealers. Um, we have some dealers who are being a little op- opportunistic, one might say. Yeah. They're kind of keeping their eyes on any dealers who are just not faring well in this situation may not be able to keep their doors open or going under. And they're actually swooping in and buying up the inventory from those dealers. Okay. 
Are there any type of like purchase deferment programs out there where somebody can come in? Um, in and I don't know, I'm strictly speaking as a consumer, but what type of programs are there out there where I know what car I want, but the inventory is not there right now? Are they still able to go through the sales process or is it something that you're just going to have to wait until things actually shake free? Sometimes you can go, you can reserve a vehicle. You're always able to uh, order a vehicle from the factory, right? So you pick what you want. That has not changed. What has changed is we don't know when they're going to come. Right. I'll give you an example. I was going to order a new vehicle and I was told by my dealer that it might take me six to nine months to get the new vehicle. Well, my lease is coming up. I don't have the opportunity to wait that long. So I then had to turn in my lease and get something else that maybe I wasn't really happy with uh, from a trim standpoint or the model standpoint. However, the manufacturers have so many incentives right now that you have other options if you want to just take something that is available. So you might have to be a little bit flexible on the model or the trim or the color that you're going to get. But if you are in the market to purchase a new vehicle, you're going to get 0% APR for 72 or 84 months with many manufacturers. You might get a payment deferral for 90 to 120 months. Uh, Volkswagen actually has had a payment deferral for up to six months. Hyundai has offered a payment relief if you lose your job due to COVID, and they will cover six months of the payment. So that has really spawned the demand for these new vehicles, right? People don't know uh, if their jobs are stable. They want to make sure they have a little bit of a safeguard uh, should they lose that job. So having a few months with a payment deferral has been very, uh, very nice for a lot of families. Okay. And are there any creative marketing strategies you guys are seeing in the automotive space? I mean, obviously when you have manufacturers um, and financing so low, that automatically draws demand, but are there any other creative marketing channels um, that you're seeing uh, dealerships utilize? Well, the things that are kind of kicking up now are going to be anything that's related to fixed ops is very helpful. Uh, So we can do things like uh, the uh, ways advertising, the Google retail piece is really nice. Uh, we're rolling out a package actually right now on fixed ops for that. So if the dealerships are one that actually have a parts catalog on their website or parts inventory on their website, that is becoming a bigger thing. So we used to only see it more in e-commerce side of the house, but the dealers are actually able to um, offer those parts to the consumer or to others directly online with a drop ship. So that allows you to then advertise across all Google properties, let's say. So you can do a parts advertisement now that goes into Gmail, that goes into YouTube, uh, that goes into the display networks and in search. And it's all dynamic. So as inventory changes, as you change your prices, that's something that can be set up very efficiently. Uh, Pricing on something like that is very nominal, uh, minimal. And um, that's, We're also seeing, I'll tell you, uh, some of the lowest costs per click. So your advertising costs are actually going down. Uh, We're seeing very low costs per lead. Um, Ours right now is teetering right around the $20 range. And prior to COVID, it was around the $30 per lead range. Uh, So that's a huge difference. That means that dealers who still need some leads, but maybe don't need as many leads because they're light on inventory, could currently cut their marketing spend 
down a little bit, sure. work with someone who's got a nice low cost per lead and a high conversion rate, save money, get the same number of leads. So they're getting a better return on investment and they're being a little bit smarter with those marketing dollars right now when they need to be. Okay. Um, so talking about channels, video is one that we've all been thrust into. You're in Florida, I'm in Oregon. So we're talking, you know, as if we were side by side. Um, and unfortunately we're not able to be side by side in a lot of instances. We don't know how long that's going to be. So what are you seeing or how are you seeing dealerships leverage video right now? And how do you see dealerships leveraging video just moving into the future past whenever we return to a norm? Well, you've got a couple of different things that you can do right now. Uh, with the resurgence of sports, OTT is going to be big for these guys. More, we estimate that more people will be watching sports than would have historically because they're just looking for something new to do, right? There have been no sports. We're now going to have seasons overlap. And if anybody knows me, I'm not a sports person, but I've had to kind of get familiar with how all of this is going to change from a marketing standpoint. So dealers can win big there. Uh, We can... Uh, All of us marketers can get them through any of the streaming networks. We can get them in sports-specific advertising. It allows us to really chop it up a lot of different ways. Uh, We can do it even more so in a major metro area. A little limited when you're in the more rural areas. Um, But some other things that are interesting when it comes to video is more and more people want a virtual walk around manufacturers will do that with vehicles, which is fine. And getting those up on your website is good. Advertising with those is good. But what I'm seeing is very helpful for the consumer when they're in that uh, kind of low funnel, closer to purchase stage is if your salesman um, can go out and take a video walk around of the vehicle. A specific one, right. A specific one. Yeah. And I was at a conference a couple of years ago and a guy was uh, speaking. I wish I went, could remember his name. I want to say it was a digital dealer in Vegas three or four years ago, actually. And he said that they started to do these video walk arounds and they would put the name of the person that they're building the video for. So Joshua we reserve this car or this car is reserved for Joshua right. They do the video walk around. Someone starts to get that visceral reaction. That's my car. They're holding it for me. Now they feel that sense that they need to make a decision pretty quick or it's going to go. Uh, they saw their close rates increase considerably when they started to do that. And with all of us having to stay home, we're visiting fewer and fewer dealerships. A lot of us are taking delivery at our homes. We haven't actually seen the vehicle prior to it showing up at our home. So that's something that's very helpful. The other thing that's happening is dealers are also giving an extended test period, like they're advertising over the weekend to take the car. Okay. That was something that was offered to me when I was looking for my new car. I said, why don't we just bring it to your house? You can drive it for the weekend, make sure you really like it. And if you do, we'll come to the house and we'll finish the paperwork for you. Perfect. That's so I like a couple of things. One, it's it's so much more customer centric, right? Mm-hmm. And the personalized approach we've definitely seen in media can be so much more impactful because it's not, you know, video is very visceral, it's very real, it's very dynamic, but personalizing it definitely bridges it. Um, and then I love the approach of coming to you 
right? I mean, for so many years, we have to go into this quote unquote hostile environment, you know, which is a dealership um, and to be able to come and actually give a, a one-to-one relationship um, at the person's home, I think is, is an awesome, awesome experience. Um, is there anything else you, you think is important to talk about within the automotive space right now, um, whether it's happening right now or whether it's something that you think is going to be, uh, or we're going to be seeing in the future? Well, I think what dealerships have realized is that uh, the, the people who are sticking with them at the dealership now are wearing a lot of hats. Okay. We need to remember they're wearing a lot of hats. They're coming in. They're definitely sometimes putting themselves at risk to take care of our customers. We need to make sure that we take care of them right. um, any way that we can. I've got dealers who even tell me that they're having a hard time bringing staff back because in some areas, the unemployment is, you know, kind of cushy, right? They don't have a lot of incentive to come back. Right. So that means that uh, that we're going to need to start to find more interesting ways to recruit our staff. We might have to modify our, play pan, our pay plans for our staff to really incentivize them to come back. Um, so that's on the personnel side of the house. Sure. On the consumer side of the house, I urge every one of the dealers I talk to to make sure that not only do they have a solid digital retailing product on their website, which does allow customers to purchase the vehicle online without ever stepping foot in the dealership from, uh, you know, negotiating the price point all the way through finance. That's imperative. Um, And then making sure that you advertise that you offer these services to your customers. If they don't know that you offer curbside delivery and a touchless buying experience because you haven't advertised that and you don't have it on your website, they're likely to go to a competing dealership who is offering that. Yeah. Yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. So even if you're doing it, you're wasting it. If you're not making sure that your, your market is aware that you're offering it. Right. And the other thing is really pay attention to bringing your customers in for parts and service and getting them away from the third parties entities. We're seeing that more people right now want to service their car closer to home. So they may not want to go to the Costco because it's too busy. They may not want to go to another third party like a discount tire or an oil can, Henry. Let's get them back in the dealership right now by advertising appropriately, incentivizing them. I'm seeing dealers who are doing full cost matrix very transparently for consumers so that they can see that the pricing is very, very similar versus going to a third party. So there's not the big incentive that there used to be to go to a third party. Let's keep them in our dealership. Yeah, especially as you're talking about inventories are low. So the service mm-hmm. side of the house is a great way to make up for that until inventories catch up. Correct. All right. Well, Stephanie, I would like to thank you for coming on. Um, I wish you guys nothing but the best um, for your organization, your families, um, as well as your clients. So thank you for coming on today. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to speak with you. Have a great day. You too. Hi, it's your host, Joshua Carlson, and I wanted to thank you for listening to today's show. This is the point where most shows ask you for a five-star review, but we're not doing this for the accolades. Don't get me wrong, seeing five stars feels great, but our goal here is to provide real content from real experts that can meaningfully propel you and your business forward. So if there's something we fell short on, a question we missed, or if you just have any constructive feedback, go ahead and leave a review with your thoughts. We also enjoy hearing directly from our listeners, so look for our contact info via the show notes so we can connect one-on-one. We really do love the feedback so we can continue to improve and propel the show forward for you and all of our listeners.